Okay guys, day five is pretty much in the books. The only thing we have left to do is record some saxophone. Uh, Joe's friend Yesay is coming over probably within the next 30 to 40 minutes here, but we figured we'd go ahead and do the day five recap last day before he gets here. Uh, it's been a pretty awesome experience and it feels like it's really flown by. I can't believe that it's just five days ago that, uh, you know, I, all I had were these demos of just a guitar and my vocals, and now they're, they're so full. They're totally, like, full-fledged songs. And this morning, we didn't do much, honestly, other than do some percussion, and Kevin did a mix-down of each song, just a rough mix. It's background vocals, too. That's right. We did do some background vocals, got Kevin and Emily in there uh, to add some oomph to... Uh, the song It's So You, which is kind of a, a ballady vibe, and that's probably the song with the most backup vocals. We didn't mm -hmm. do as many backups as we many. thought. Not too many. The songs feel pretty full just with a single line, especially the very bluesy song. So, yeah, I would just say that in general, everything has really come along a lot quicker than I expected. I mean, I know that we said it'd be four or five days, but it's hard to even imagine after we get the rough mix what it's gonna like what other notes I'll have but I guess giving our break our, our ears a break for a few days is certainly gonna help yeah next week we'll uh, touch base on them and um, see where they stand mix wise but you know they sound really really uh, full and pretty pretty dialed in I think next week some fresh ears like like we said it'll, it'll be um, There'll be some, maybe some obvious changes to be made, but for the most part, it's it's like ninety percent there, and I think you know a nice mastering will glue everything together, and um, yeah, from there I think you know just this last, I think this last uh, saxophone part will really also add a nice ending to the opening or the first whatever first track uh, ends up being. But um, yeah, overall it's you know it's uh, it's a pretty good amount of time to spend on. Not a good amount of time, but it's, a, it's the right amount of time to spend on on four tracks uh, of just about five days. It's kind of a, it's a pretty solid amount. A lot of people would would um, would and the, kind of the standard way is a song a day. Um, we kind of did it a different way. Obviously, we kind of did all the mo or at least most of the the scratches and frames on day one, and that way we kind of could and and kind of bouncing around. Um, and not ever really staring too long at one song. Um, yeah, that's just that was really like helpful. Work. Yeah, a lot of people I know in bigger studios like to do a song a day, and that's understandable because I think that's a good, a, a, a definitely a tried and true method. I just think that the way we have it here, especially when we're usually, for the most part, people who come here, usually there's a, a window that we have to work in for for travel, for openings, stuff like that. So it's a little bit... Of a, there's a bunch of reasons why we kind of tend to do things that way, but it kind of has been just the way to go. I just think it's 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 good to kind of keep keep moving and and not really um, again not stare at one thing for way too long. You know, it's it's uh, also if we were to do one song a day, you know, by the end of the week, it, it, it almost you could almost like by the last day you listen back to that. Actually, I haven't, I haven't I didn't listen to that for a while. I don't know if I you know. If I liked where it is versus how we did it, it's kind of each day we're kind of listening to them and, and, and tweaking and, and adding stuff. So it's a little bit 
a little bit slower of a of a burn, but it's not. Um, it's you know again we're never really st staring at anything too long. So yeah, it's sounding all really good. Yeah, I think approaching it with the, the almost like a group mentality of thinking all of them, thinking about all of them as a unit, as an EP, instead of individually spending and a lot of focus and energy on them allowed us to think of the whole picture a little bit more mm -hmm. and if we had an idea for one song it maybe could uh, transcend into another and just it made it a lot easier to think about it as a full EP instead of losing sight from something and yeah like you said if, if we started with the blues song the first day and did everything then by today there'd probably be a lot of things we could have done differently that we wish yeah. we did within the context of the whole EP. It's really nice to also sit on the scratches overnight. So if we do all the scratches the next day, it's like I already have a good, a good concept of the songs and we can kind of figure out from there how to build them. And it's kind of like, again, uh, utilizing the kind of fresh ears ability to um, give yourself a little bit of a break. But hearing them once and letting that kind of sit. I also was mentioning yesterday how, you know, if, if um, what was I saying about... Forgot it. I was saying. I was saying how um, essentially, if if um, if we were to try to add a lot of stuff at night, on on the first night or some of these nights where we're working towards eleven midnight, if we try to add too many things when we're already feeling a little bit fatigued in the ears, um, it can kind of do some strangely enough, in my opinion, a little bit of damage to. I mean, obviously, not nothing that can't be undone, but. Um, there's a real, in my opinion, a real um, value to um, kind of letting your instincts and not kind of tainting what you think the song should need. Because sometimes you can almost give yourself like demoitis or a sense of commitment to an idea. Um, and even just kind of, you know, putting something on the tape that uh, you're at the end of the night and you're kind of messing. I mean, sometimes it's good. I guess there's no there's no right and wrong way to do it, but um, certainly I think there's a value to be able to to show discipline and not just uh, add things, uh, you know, just because you want to do things fast and you want to get things. There's a value to waiting and, and waiting for yourself to kind of reset and give yourself a little bit of a you know chance to create off the fly. Yeah, we definitely gave our ears a break of a lot of times which which is good because i've noticed with myself once i get something down i want to listen to it a hundred times which uh sometimes can be helpful if i'm trying to come up with like a melody or something but in terms of mixing and some other things you i'll get attached to something that i feel like needs to be in there or i'll be attached to the way something sounds and the idea of changing it can be uh, more painful than it needs to be. And I think yeah. we did a great job of just taking moments and breaks to like not listen to it too much, which has been very helpful for I think, me. Yeah, working on your own, that could be a method that can be less. Um, um, well, I think the advantage of collaborating is, you know, as someone running the board and producing, I can kind of say, let's move on. And whereas if you're working on your own, and myself included, when I'm working on my own, sometimes I'll stick on something too long trying to pry an idea out, which often actually sometimes, well not often, but sometimes, probably half the time, does work out with, with getting something through the toiling, but 
um, a lot of times when you're collaborating, um, it's kind of nice to stick and move. I mean, we'll spend enough time on something to get to mine something out of it that feels good, but um, you kind of have the luxury of, when collaborating, of being able to keep the momentum going um, to prevent any sort of, yeah, fatigue or any sort of, like, you know, over overthinking, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think to to wrap everything up, I would say the biggest lesson I've learned from being here would be just how important communication is as well as uh, being willing to try a number of different things because you may be surprised that if you had an idea in your head of how maybe the drums should sound, that if someone else gives it a go for a moment or if some, you know, like Johnny, he came in and he listened to one of the songs and it was a demo one that we were thinking about adding but weren't sure. Mm -hmm. And he just gave a great reference, which was something we never would have even thought of. And it just, as soon as we heard it, it changed the way we looked at the song. And yeah. being open to things like that is so important because we do have a finite amount of time here. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of a balance of being open to a lot of possibilities, but also when it feels right, just going with your gut and saying, all right, this is the one, let's move forward. Yeah, and in hindsight, you know, we were thinking about a couple different ones to add as the fourth song. We were talking about that one kind of almost bossa nova-esque song, and I think we end up choosing the right one because, you know, it was kind of the missing color that we needed to uh, to bring it all home. So I really, really do owe Johnny a, a pretty big, um, you know, a pretty big... Uh, credit to making the the record feel more cohesive and and choosing the song because we liked that song but we, we were struggling to find the right vibe and just style to go with it and I think the minute he even started to say the name of the artist that was kind of ended up who we were looking towards to to um, kind of help push us along it was it was a, such a clear a clear example but sometimes it's kind of hard to see that through the through the you know through what's on the demo yeah, it's it's good to keep your eyes open and, and just try to think about all the possibilities that can happen. Sorry, Jonesy here is begging to go outside. <laughs> I'll miss Jones for sure. I'm going to miss him. He's been a helpful, helpful little guy. Hasn't, been, hasn't really barked on any of the tracks. No, not really, although he likes to chew everything. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes we got to wrestle things out of his mouth. But, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you kevin it's yes, been great. awesome uh truly exceeded my expectations yeah historic new jersey is uh is a, it's a very special place if you are interested in yeah, making a, music here shoot hit me up. A, shoot me an email over historic new jersey actually wait my email is historic nj at, at gmail.com so it's historic nj at very gmail affordable com. rates very uh absolutely you know, easily uh Especially for the money's worth. I mean, a lot. I hate to just pry, but or, or you know, just a lot of studios um, do it a certain way, and for makes it makes sense why. But you know, here we we value a lot more uh, the clients' needs, and in a way that you know we're not really trying to make a million bucks here. We're trying to make some great records and and just scrape by paying the rent. So doing it for the love of the music. Yeah, well, I'm doing it for a, a lot of reasons, but I also love um, collaborating with uh, with mo also mostly individuals who are because sometimes, in my opinion, working with with I'm not that I'm opposed to it, but you know, my, working with individuals 
uh, soul songwriters, soul, you know, creator people, um, is a little bit uh, of a blessing of a process versus someone who's working with the band, um, which is great too. It's a, it's a very different process, and we've done that to, to great to great um, you know lengths too. And it's, it's, we've had some amazing releases, but there's something special also about collaborating one on one with people um, and uh, creating something from from nothing. For seven, we're about parts and you know people's feelings. It's a little bit more. Uh, we can really put our heads down and focus on the project, which is. Um, which is uh, yeah, it certainly certainly happened here, and I think you know the 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 proof is in the pudding. I think it's really uh, it ended up being a very a very solid EP, very well rounded but cohesive, and and yeah, I'm excited for people to hear it and see what uh, what kind of feedback you're gonna get. Very excited for people to hear it. You guys gotta let me know what you think when it comes out. I don't even know when it's coming out yet, but it will be hopefully by the end of this year. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one of the best sounding things I've ever done. Uh, and certainly it has a lot to do with coming here and producing it here with Kevin. And on that note, uh, I want to give one last shout out to Kevin at K Basco. Also, uh, Emily and Joe and Joey, and also you say, who's going to be here in a little bit to record sax. Uh, all of them have helped so much with the recording of this and, yeah, that's that's really it for my journey here in Philadelphia. Thank you guys for listening and following along throughout this process. It's been so enjoyable, and I hope you guys have gotten a little bit out of it. On that note, episodes, artist interviews will resume this coming week, and I'm excited to get back to Atlanta to do some more. So thank you guys, and have a great day. <laughs>